Fix Insider, July 14. AI Bill Gates thinks the risks of AI are real but manageable, which feels about right. It's the most transformative innovation any of us will see in our lifetimes, and a healthy public debate will depend on everyone being knowledgeable about the technology, its benefits, and its risks. The benefits will be massive, and the best reason to believe that we can manage the risks is that we have done it before. There are still big developments to come, both Suck and Elon have announced their dogs in the fight, giving themselves something else to bicker about. But the main focus is shifting to how to seize the benefits with thoughts from The Economist on a Lego lover's guide to preparing for the AI age and their analysis of McKinsey thinking on digital transformation. And a paper from Search Wizards Jellyfish on how AI impacts search. Benedict Evans has a good essay on working with AI. Amongst the startups at Y Combinator, a third area focused on AI, I am a little surprised it's not even higher. Merchant. Google bow out of the e-commerce race with the closure of its shopping marketplace but you feel they will keep trying. Worth watching how they play with Shopify, your enemy's enemy is your friend and both fear Amazon. As Amazon incentives creators with affiliate commissions they become a competitor of sorts to TikTok, YouTube and Instagram. With creators earning $1 million plus their loyalty to platforms diminishes. Highlighting the problems with their business model some of the fast last mill businesses are fighting New York and their minimum wage laws. Data. A further problem around the delivery business model is the question of data. Domino's was lauded as a great example of DTC, with online orders enabling super-efficient ordering and delivery through their apps and website. Their share price went from $10 in 2020 to almost $600 over lockdown. But because people order other food than pizza, customers have migrated to Uber Eats, giving them the power of data and now Domino's have, reluctantly, entered into a partnership with Uber. Essentially they are paying a third party to reach their own customers. The impact of user location data has probably peaked with apps alerting users to when they divulge location and a US state has become the first to talk of a ban. Domino's slash Uber, outsourcing lead generation today, logistics tomorrow. If you look for best-in-class use of data, the best supermarkets dominate with this profile of Tesco celebrating their model, and an exec saying. Loyalty schemes have been around for many years. Everybody's got a card. Everybody's copying member pricing, fine. But I think it's how you use the data, how you engage with your customers, how you're thinking ahead. The mechanics may be the same but what you deliver, the value you deliver, and how you do it can be very different. Regulators. Every week we see regulatory issues affecting the big digital players. And the key ones are marshalling resource and aligning. Here the US are announcing the US and EU data privacy framework. A judge overturned the FTC blocking the Microsoft's Activision deal at the same time the UK agreed to revisit their position on the merger. And Amazon has become the first US firm to challenge the EU Digital Services Act. Amazon becomes first US company to challenge EU digital rules. New TV. The least surprising news is that Disney have chose to kick the succession ball into the long grass by giving Bob Iger a new two-year contract, including a potential bonus five times bigger than his current one. Given all the issues facing streaming and the problems specific to Disney he will earn that bonus if he can succeed. The latest issue is a $1.5 billion write-down for pulling shows from Disney Plus and Hulu. And speculation Iger wants to sell non-core TV assets. In a shift at NBC we see them bring back an experienced studio exec to run the business and this interview with their commercial chief is insightful, especially with regards to advertising. On the demand side, we believe that the shift towards streaming will enable thousands of advertisers who were historically precluded from advertising on TV to participate in this platform by taking advantage of advanced capabilities that leverage first-party data, targeting and optimization as well as impact measurement. 
This will fuel growth in ad-supported TV. Hollywood insider Richard Rushfield talks of the streaming perfect storm in a good podcast. Adweek consider three questions marketers should be asking about alternative currencies. The Roku moves into shopping continue with the ability to buy from Shopify stores using their remotes. Movie marketing continues to develop with Barbie everywhere, including in our experience with Snap and influencers used more and more. How FIFA's sale of Women's World Cup TV rights went wrong. Apple, Lionel Messi and the $2.5 billion question, what's next? Ad tech. More fallout from the Anna report showing dollar billions of ads wasted. Digiday have a good analysis. The average campaign sprawls across a staggering 44,000 websites, as the audit revealed. But here's the twist. Advertisers can achieve their goals by targeting a fraction of this colossal expanse. Brace yourself for another revelation. Nearly 100 publishers snatch a jaw-dropping 80% of programmatic dollars, as previously unveiled by Jounce Media. This stark concentration demolishes the illusion of an impenetrable open internet, guiding buyers toward a clearer path to transparency. That is, if they're willing to pay more to be on the best sites. Up until now, they haven't. A UK ad veteran makes the point that digital ads are not that useful, even as digital is vital for brand building. And the MIT say it's getting worse, junk websites filled with AI-generated text are pulling in money from programmatic ads. Amazon is doubling down on their ad success and is now focused on endemic advertisers, brands who don't sell on Amazon and consequently want traffic to their own site. This puts them in more direct competition with rivals Google and Trade Desk. Thoughtful piece on the imminent demise of cookies. The new Luma deck on Q2 is out. And a great piece of analysis on media math from Quo Vadis, where they also compare the financials of other leading ad tech firms. Very detailed but worth reading. Retail media. The IAB have published their buyer's guide to retail media. Great resource. This is a great interview with the CEO of Lotem giant Mercado Libre. Lots of learning from a super smart guy, working at an amazing company. TikTok. TikTok have finally launched their much-anticipated music streaming service in Indonesia and Brazil. The new service replaces the Reso service from ByteDance. Business Insider look at this and the US tests of Hot 50 and viral charts. TikTok has become the first-ever app to exceed $1 billion in consumer spending within a single quarter. TikTok is confusing by design, Vox. In our latest good TikTok creative we look at how Starbucks is employing a fluid device to make its ads work harder. Plus plus. Interesting paper on the globalization of music from the former Spotify chief economist. Hot London agency Uncommon gets bought by Havas. Google advice on making YouTube ads. Their 2023 YouTube culture and trends report is worth a look too. Deloitte's 2023 digital media trends report. Marketing Week report 80% of marketers deem creative quality key to marketing effectiveness, God knows what the other 20% are smoking. Unlocking Potential, Harnessing Computer Vision for Media Effectiveness in Human and AI-Generated Content, Vid, Mob. E here.